The Best of Care. <laughs> I've never seen those movies, so I don't know what you're talking about. But you've never seen Raiders, Chelsea. You've never seen Indiana Jones. What is wrong with you? How? No, but I have read I mean... Indiana Jones's denied grant proposals, which check out, by the way. <laughs> Hi, I'm Chelsea. I'm Abby. And I'm Paul. And welcome to Three to Beam Up. Today we are talking Season 1, Episode 13, The Conscience of the King. getting to costume corner a little early but i feel like it's okay because this costume corner Boy, is extensive i'd say about 80 80 percent of them are good and about 20 percent of them are, are no, horrible they're all ridiculous they're all fantastic i have so many so many notes that are just in all caps of what is this what are her outfits what is going on how many outfits does this woman get how many yeah, outfits right? does she get so Six. i i have that as a note Six? and then i read okay. on memory alpha that it's a record right yes it is she is tied um uh she barbara anderson is the actress she is tied with ricardo montalban and joan collins with the most number of costumes worn by a guest, which is six. Huh. So I was I was close on eighty to twenty. It'd be yeah, more so like there's... eighty-four, sixteen, but. Well, and it's even more if you count like her cloak thing. Yeah, yeah, and it was more if you counted the like her her outdoor veil coat. Thing. Oh, when she was going to a funeral. Okay, I'm gonna bring it down to like a seventy then. I forgot about that one. <laughs> But then they found a dead body, so it was appropriate. It was appropriate. She was prepared. Uh, well, and I guess she had murdered him, so she knew that it was coming. So Yeah, so she was ready for it. She was the, the consummate actress, always prepared for Kirk any, missed that, any moment that upon the stage. big clue that she's like, hold on, I have to put on my gown Morning. that I wear when I find dead bodies. <laughs> Otherwise, it will just be so gauche. Yeah. My yes. favorite was the blue one with the flower in front, the cocktail party dress. Oh which my god! I was... have. What is that blue dress? Why is that blue dress? Wait, which one is that? <laughs> I'm not remembering that one off the top. Oh it was man! The first one. I would absolutely, well, but I would also wear her space fur coat that she boards the Enterprise. In. That wasn't a fur coat. That was a fur mini dress. <laughs> it was. I loved that. Okay, so it's like in oh, all cool. our yesterdays, which we haven't watched yet, when the lady takes off the giant fur coat and then she's wearing a fur bikini. And you're like, oh. what? That's what uh, I thought of, of this fur, yeah, mini dress. Thank you, Abby. <laughs> uh, it was all, most of the costumes are crazy. Like the one, the only one I think I could really get behind was the Ophelia costume and that was an actual costume. <laughs> yeah, the costumes for the costuming were quite good. Uh, I don't know if I'd go that far. Well, for a <laughs> small, a small local production, let's toss that out there. Oh my god, yeah, they're we, reasonable. We could get into the um, theater aspect of this. Uh, we will later, probably. I have some Boy, notes. <laughs> I'll toss out. I really thought this one had more theater in it. I, I yeah, there wasn't theater. as much theater as I remembered there being, which was a depressing point for yeah. me. As much well, more human and much this... more singing. So is this the episode that? <laughs> introduces star trek to or like um sort of mixes star trek and shakespeare is this like the first one where that becomes a trope 
Oh, it hmm. might be. Because this is this is, is early enough early filmed where there's still season. ramp. Yeah, this is the twelfth episode, right? 13, but it's filmed but in yeah. the first eight, or else Rammed wouldn't be there. So. Yeah, it's an early. It's actually it's actually Grace Lee Whitney's last filmed um, role for the mm. series. So yeah, it was an early. So then it's the eighth episode. episode. It was the eighth one filmed. Yeah. So it yeah it's a whole thing. But so it might it might be the earliest. Over, it's definitely I think the most overt use of Shakespeare in. Um, in TNG, don't they also yeah. do some Shakespeare? Oh, no, they do a no, lot no, of Shakespeare. No, TNG. I said in TOS. In, in TOS, oh, in TOS. Yeah, 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 absolutely. TOS, in certainly. TNG, yeah, there's tons. <laughs> they do a lot of Shakespeare. It's delightful. I love it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this, well, and I had, all right. So we start out, right, with the Macbeth scene, which is fine. Um, except for the fact that uh, the daughter is playing Lady Macbeth to her father's Macbeth, yeah. which I find creepy and terrible. And, while, <laughs> and also, while, she's too young to play Lady Macbeth. Yeah, and while yeah, I but think for that, the actors they have, I I think that's a reasonable choice. Um, uh, I don't know that it is ever mm-hmm. reasonable to put your offspring as a spouse, even in a theater production. It's weird. It's yeah, weird. I, I don't think with, so. What, like like we used to do that 40, as kids all the time. Year, well, as a child, sure, but not in an, an actual like traveling theater troupe. I I I have some experience with theater. <laughs> it's yeah. weird. It's not weird for someone to like play father and daughter who are actually father and daughter. That is a thing that happens quite a bit actually. And you know, things like that. But or even siblings uh, as like either siblings or father and child and whatever parent and child whatever that's that's not as unheard of i am uncomfortable with the daughter playing lady m yeah many that reasons. did not bother one me. of them <laughs> one of them being that she, it's, it's, she's his daughter the other one being she's 19 and she should not be playing lady yeah, m and, well i mean he's what 60 yeah also a he little looks pretty old. <laughs> um yeah yeah, I thought it's while he does a good choices. job in most of the episode, I thought he also overacts this scene quite a bit. Um, yeah, they, well, and their theater thing, I could never quite figure out. They were like, in the style of classical theater. Yeah. And I was like, are you doing Greek theater with that mask for the ghost of Hamlet's uh, father? Are you doing Elizabethan theater? Because that's kind of what the costuming is I thought like. it was purposefully overacted. Because the one of the ideas is this like sort of meta commentary on acting. And so I thought that those were deliberate choices. I thought they were actually quite good actors. I think it was the 60s. <laughs> yeah, I think it was just the 60s, because I thought they only really overacted Macbeth. I thought when they were doing Hamlet. But I, what it, I'm saying is, I, Hamlet. Yeah, oh, I don't know. I, hmm, I don't know. I, I thought know. Hamlet was, was also overacted. But not in a way that I thought was not tasteful. It was more in a way where they wanted to separate their regular acting from the acting acting. Yeah, but they only also had like 15 seconds of Hamlet. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it was a very (laughs) short amount of Hamlet. Um, (laughs) Although I did forget that they did Hamlet later. When I first started watching the episode, it was opens with Macbeth. And I was like, why is the the title of the episode a quote from Hamlet? (laughs) If we're doing Macbeth. Can we toss out that Kirk is a theater talker? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And frankly, this is only the tip of the iceberg of how bad Kirk is in this episode. Um, yeah, Kirk is more Kirk is problematic than usual. Maybe the villain episode. of this episode. Realistically. Guys, I have a lot of questions about Kirk. My first one is, how does he have so many friends? 
Like, he I mean, lived he's, a life, he's, 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 he's in <laughs> he's Starfleet, life. right? He's in Starfleet. Yes, but he knows this captain of the Astral Queen, and that guy is just like, oh, you totally, like, saved me from, like, whatever. Like, of course I'll... I owe you so many favors. <laughs> yeah. Everybody Every owes single Jim episode, Kirk a favor. someone like owes him a giant favor, or is his best friend, or is his estranged lover. Every episode. <laughs> and the women who are there who aren't his estranged lover are about to become so. <laughs> As she does. Yeah. Do we want to. Yeah. He works fast in this episode. <laughs> he works real fast. <laughs> well, I guess they're both sort of. Right? The trick is everybody's playing everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Although I'm not sure he doesn't start out playing her. Yeah. No, at the end he does say that at the start. So yes, he does. Jump to the very end. He says that she says, "Was it always? Was I always just a pawn or whatever?" And he said, "At the start, you were, and then it changed or something." I didn't so, want you to be. Yeah, I yeah, mean, so but he, he is playing her from the beginning. He's very yeah. Slytherin, is how I described him in this yeah. episode. He has like everything is a scheme, and he's like a hundred percent devious. And he doesn't want to share with anybody, yeah. even though the ship is involved. I do not understand that part at all. Yeah. Well, because what like, is his motivation? So for you not guys have Spock? not read, I presume, a lot of the literature surrounding this—the actual literature. So there is a lot of fan fiction, but there's also a lot of actual literature. Like one of the Star Trek novels by Shatner is like takes place on, uh, like, with the the Kodos, like the Kodos time, and there's a whole bunch of other Star Trek books that Tarsus do as well. Four. Yeah, and it's, like, supposed to, like, and they, like, describe it in, like, 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 there's, like, details. Like, it's, like, pretty graphic and, and like, terrible. So I presume that that's how it's being, like, it's a, such a source of, like, really terrible PTSD. And it's so ter- horrible that, like, he, like, his Whoa. only way to deal with it is to, like, uh, lock it up and keep it to himself. Yeah, yeah, but, I mean, that's, that's, like, C-tier canon written maybe decades later by the actor, not the writer, right? So that's not at all the character he's playing here. I think, I don't know. I mean, he yeah, didn't get to write his lines. Right. The writer did. I mean, they describe right, so, the situation in pretty, like, dire... It sounds, like, really terrible. I mean, it's they start talking about it as, like, the worst thing that's ever happened in the galaxy, and then it's like, he killed 4,000 people. It's like, okay... Like, okay, like, that's, like, certainly that's on the side of bad, but, like, we've run into people in this, in the episodes we've seen that have killed millions of people. Like, I think, yeah, but I think it's, not it's to because, say that it's not... well, they're part of the Federation, and for, like, a race of people who have considered that they've wiped out disease and famine and war and poverty, then I think it's really bad in that context. It, this isn't the context of an alien world or an alien people. This is a context of this was a Federation leader in a society where like famine and war and violence were supposed to have been wiped out. And they weren't. But we had a Federation leader in, um, oh, what episode? The one with um, <laughs> the Constitution or whatever. Um, the Mega Glory. Oh, yeah. Right? That's yeah. a Federation leader who uh, a, yeah. killed tons of people. Um, so we've, we've seen that a lot already. Like, and again, I'm not saying that this guy isn't, didn't do anything wrong, because he did. But I thought that number would be higher. I thought that number would be higher. I don't know, 8,000 colonies. 4,000. Uh, yeah, but the, the sum total of the colony, like there were 8,000 total. 50% 
sure. Yeah, it's still it's still it's he pretty, Thanos them it's right pretty up. Pretty horrifying. Sure. I don't know. <laughs> it's a good question how you get how you get the capability to kill half of a population, right? Because you usually like it's the same well, sort of, same rules about... of a cult, right? You usually don't just say, "Cool, I'm going to kill half of you." I'm pretty um, sure in the books that half probably going to put up some. Yeah, well, but don't, in... doesn't that half have any phasers? Right? Does he just say everyone that has a phaser shoot a person who doesn't? Like. I'm pretty sure they no, have, he, like, they the talked, guard they talked, shoot them. They talked about this in the episode where they he chose, like, he had a system of they, his own in his yep. brain is how he chose how to kill people. And that's part of, like, yes. he had a system. It just was... They do talk yeah. about eugenics, right? They yes. do toss that out Eugenics there. is a recurring theme um, throughout the series. In, and this is yeah. just one of the examples of, like, the trouble with eugenics. Well, but they don't really make a case that that was his... I, I don't know. Again, I think it's just kind of bad plot development because they say that that's it's a throwaway line that it was eugenics and then he says like yeah i had to kill half to i don't know they don't follow Save through on that line half. as much yeah. as yeah no it's it not was... that he had a list and said these are the people who are um the ones who right he would have had that intention earlier if that was what it was oh so i'm on like such a different know. it's like tricky. like level of like thinking about this, I think because I've just like read so many more things set in like this part of this universe that to me it like makes a lot of sense. Like this is just well, but you can't you can't really yeah, I mean, if we're judging the episode on its own merit, you really can't look at the outside canon to look exactly at That's exactly what episode. I'm saying. You have to it's, look at this episode. Exactly. Yeah. It's super yeah, difficult <laughs> for me to to like separate all that out. Like I'm not even sure what I Turn know. Turn it off, Chelsea. <laughs> Turn it off. Oh man. I'm, I'm looking up some of it in Memory Beta. <laughs> I love Memory Beta. Um, boy, yeah, there's Memory a lot. Beta. Um, so, all right, shall we, um, do you want to talk about Lenora proper or uh, the opening? I mean, we talked a little bit, we, t- we were talking about yeah, Lisa. I don't have much until she's on her way to her funeral. Um, yeah, when they find the dead body. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, his friend's dead. And then Well, speaking of costume dead. corner, I loved her opening pink space nighty of Martha's. The wife of the oh, guy who dies. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. I, I think was... most costumes in this episode are pretty good. Yeah, um, they're fine. I also they're like weird. their space <laughs> house. For Star Trek. And I, I like their Star space Trek. costume or their space cocktail party. I was a big fan. <laughs> I was not such a big fan of all the camera work in this episode with all of the really mega close-ups that happen over and over and over again on every character. Okay, can we talk about that? Because there is a part, here it is, oh, there's several parts um, of this episode that are very meta, and did you guys catch the line of Shatner's that was like, did you order the, no, it's hers, to Shatner, did you order the soft lighting for the occasion? And I was like, is that a meta commentary on, like, every love scene in the show? <laughs> no, they order the, the soft cam- soft, soft focus camera lens for every love scene. Yeah, exactly. that's, that's what they do. I love the lighting. Though. There's also all these great um, lines about actors that Shatner delivers. An actor turning away his admirers? it's fantastic (laughs) anytime i always have such issues with shows that like make commentary on actors i think it's hilarious this is still this is 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 writers taking some um aggression out (laughs) it's always it's always like maybe you should talk to your therapist (laughs) i don't know they didn't have therapists 
<laughs> so is there any sort of police on this first planet there are? I don't no. think there are, or, actually. Or any police, like, any... So they just, like, take the dead body to the house and say, well, I'm leaving now. And maybe maybe taking the murderer with me, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was the best part where they were, like, bringing the body home. And it was like, are you going to investigate any of this? Is anybody going to well, investigate? You said he was murdered. What was it? It, um, was a, it was a research outpost? It I had don't a. Remember. I mean, it was big enough that a theater troop stopped at it. Yeah. That's a well. Or did the third or troop deliberately stop at it to murder that dude? That was my. Yeah, impression. but if a theater troop, if a theater troop from like let's say um, North America was like, cool, we're gonna do some, we're gonna do a trip, and we're gonna go to Cincinnati and Philadelphia and New York City and then McMurdo Station, Antarctica, <laughs> and then Miami. Um, <laughs> you'd be like, oh, one of those, t- one of those has a, a few fewer people. I wonder what the point well, is. Well, if someone's like, keep tracking, keeping track of them, then yes, I, I agree with you. Um, you'd think that the other members of the troop would, though. But I got the impression it was a scientific outpost because that dude was doing research on famine because apparently his whole life has been dedicated to, like, stopping and, like, reliving what happened on that planet. Sure. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Anyway. I don't know. They have a space cocktail party. There's got to be a few people there. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's enough people there that they would have a police force, I guess. Is also, I mean. why were they having, like, the after party for the show? Well, which is kind of why I thought it was really small. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, maybe. I don't know. I did think that uh, when they find the dead man and they bring him back, I th- all I could think was, wow, Kirk is a terrible comforter. <laughs> <laughs> she's like the wife is so upset and he like barely hugs her he's like uh pat pat <laughs> please go away i don't want to deal with you speaking of that scene um did who like how does like the chain of command work in starfleet does kirk make his own orders nobody knows like why did like he decided to go there for reasons <laughs> i mean maybe maybe they were on the way somewhere else and it was close or whatever no, Wait, no, at the start, no, Fox it was a trick. That's right. Fox, like, this no, no. is, like, many the very first years planet, out of our, our way. The <laughs> very first planet, that guy tricked Kirk, right? He said Yeah, that that's what I'm saying. So so Kirk apparently has the authority to, like, in, I don't know, take requests. Well, no, but, I mean, this guy said, I have this huge breakthrough on this thing. It's like, well, that's a value to Starfleet. Like, yes. So, I would coming think that, for you. I would think that Kirk would have the authority to say, we're going to get this on a starship so that we can bring it back to a starbase. Right, um, I think he would have the authority to do that, certainly. Right, unless yeah, he was on some other pressing mission, which he wasn't. But then, clearly. changing the orders to like take an acting trip <laughs> yes. to their destination—that seems yes. a little sketchy. But I mean, it's fine. That's a little less. <laughs> oh, well, and yeah. to not involve Spock or McCoy on this, right? No. Um, that. What What was that? Bones and Spock. Went on a while. That was an interesting conversation. Wait, can we go to that? Oh, wait, are we jumping all the way over there? Because I'm going over a lot of notes. I think that's next, right? Is that... Well, I have a whole next. bunch about Lenora. Next. We can talk about... I think we need to talk for her closer to the end when we have seen her full arc. All right, episode. let me jump to Spock and Bones. Okay, first of all, Bones is in his space mock, right? Mm-hmm. So isn't drinking. he on duty? Drinking. Why is he drinking? <laughs> <laughs> because it's Bones and it's what he does. 
<laughs> He's on call, essentially. Guys, you know? I did not notice this Drinking. the first and second times I went through and watched every episode of TOS. He has a real alcohol issue. Yeah, he yeah. Get, tries to get Spock to drink like two or three times, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and Spock's like, no, I don't, no I don't want any. And, and Bones is no like, thanks. no, but sure. It's noon. Here, take some <laughs> Guys, I must have laughed for like 15 minutes at that point. But anyway. Also. Oh, sorry, Paul. Sorry, there's one throwaway line. One throwaway line. Uh, who conquered the Vulcans? Yeah, I, that must have been an yeah. um, uh, early thing that then they contradict. <laughs> right, that can't yeah, be. That's that that clearly thing. not true, right? Yeah. That never happened. That wasn't But this whole scene, and it's kind of divided into, like, four different scenes. And they make their way around the ship, by the way. Like, they talk in, like, sickbay in Bones' office. They talk in, like, the hallway. Like, they talk all over the ship. But it's, like, this classic Bones Spock snark that I live for. Like, they quibble, but it's amicable. And, like, they're both, like, really uh, uh, captious, but yet still friendly. Um, I love these sort of character interactions. This is my favorite part of the whole show. Yeah, I think this is a good scene. And Well, Despite divided it, 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 into like four right. scenes. <laughs> yeah. Well, and they're right, too, right? Kirk is acting... <laughs> is, is in der- Well, Spock is right. McCoy is not. Uh, but Kirk is in <laughs> As der- dereliction of duty. And McCoy's like, yeah, whatever. Have a drink. I mean, both <laughs> is sort of right. He defends Spock to Jim. Eventually, Eventually. When, first, no, no. When, when Spock is first like, things are questionable. I don't know about this. What do you <laughs> think, Bones? And Bones is like, everything's fine. And he's like, but here's the reasons why it's not fine. And he was like, everything's fine. Have, have a drink. A drink. <laughs> <laughs> he is like, here, have a drink. But I think that Bones oh, has a point there. Like Spock's all in like, like Spock is coming off as like jealous boyfriend. Initially. I mean, he always it, is. His main but... point is like, hey, why are we traveling x number of light years out of path to move a theater troupe like and he i asked him about it and he was like don't ask me about no he asks him about it and no 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 and uh like uh he's like well can't like jim just like like her and spock's like absolutely not like like no he was like i considered that but (laughs) (laughs) well and spock's right right like he's using her as a pawn that's like yeah spock is completely correct i'm sorry i think at this point everybody should just be like "Mm, spock (laughs) is suspicious i feel like there are probably reasons that make sense and we should listen to spock yeah spock is is a a lion cat of this ship i guess if that um yes lying yeah so back I, to it, this space opera i think that yeah ooh, um th- it's a good conversation i do like that conversation even yes. though mccoy is an alcoholic <laughs> it fits him well it fits but his we character really well but we knew that he was bones. i think this. that he just must like hate being in space and like this is his like form of escapism <laughs> well so then the next conversation i hope i'm not i think i'm not jumping around but the next one is the one with the soft lighting right between Um, bone or uh kirk and lenora yeah what is that conversation like nobody knows is it's kirk flirting uncomfortably quasi flirting like they say such crazy things like yeah, absurd no, things. I hate like, when he does this. This is a la Miri, right? Where he's using young women to get things he wants. It's so gross. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh, well, and it's, it's so like, is he either A, using her as a pawn to get to her father, but using her emotionally, or 
using her emotionally to just get her or some combination of I, both. My impression was that it was the combination of both, which I think is what makes it so gross. And, yeah. and like, and she's also using him, right? Like, because she's plotting to kill him. <laughs> um, yeah. So this is all very odd. Also, did she come across as a lot older than nineteen? Yeah. Was that I just mid twenties, probably? Plus or Early minus five or something, you know. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I thought she was coming across as like late twenties. Yeah, as oh, soon as you no, toss I on didn't a. Think she was... I mean, maybe because she tossed on a fur, and then that automatically <laughs> makes you seem like you're oh seventy-five. I love <laughs> space furs. I have got to get some. <laughs> <laughs> Did you want to pass to seventy-five? Go, go to. I mean, and well, um, with her, I do see you guys. Why Spock is so suspicious? Things like, how did you know this young lady was coming aboard? And the answer, I'm the captain, is not a good answer. <laughs> because no, I called my friend and and set up this whole elaborate, yeah, like he scheme. is plotting. I Everybody's I plotting so here. hard, and but you can't out scheme Spock, so it's okay. It all works Ugh. out. She does have a line uh, during this weird conversation. She essentially asks if women are still people, and Kirk says no. <laughs> <laughs> No, he says a woman's always a woman and, like, it's immutable, basically. <laughs> but the premise oh. of the question is, like, are, are women people? Um, <laughs> they have. Kirk says, no, don't been... worry about it. No. They're innuendo. Don't worry pretty little head about that. It is over the top. Like, oh, yeah. Like, first of all. There were some lines yeah. in that. There were some lines in that where I was like, wow, how did that get past censors. censors? Like, first of all, on the bridge where she's like, or no, he's to her, what do you have to trade? And I was like, oh my God. And then where she's, do you guys recall the power is surging and throbbing part? <laughs> I think that was the line where I was definitely the most, well, how did this get past 60 censors? It's a real question, um, isn't it? Unless they were purposefully being naive. Hmm. It's always possible. But Spock's looks oh, while they're on the bridge. Abby, I thought you would really like that. <laughs> Spock is great in this episode. Spock as is always. great in this episode. Nimoy is great Spock as is Spock. Like, Spock is like, this is suspicious. I'm going to look into it because I'm the first officer and nothing is correct about any of this. <laughs> and, and he has nothing else to do because they're ferrying people from point A to right. point B, right? He's like, like, well, I have some time on my hands. Yeah. So, so... I'm going to look into this and I'm great at my job. So <laughs> I'm going to confront Kirk about it finally. He does take a little bit too long to confront Kirk, I think. Yeah. But when he finally does, it's like, um, why are we doing this? This isn't well, correct. Well, he's getting and... a preponderance of evidence yeah well and and i I also got the impression they were trying to kill some time in this episode like the four minute song yuhura singing and then like all the conversations between bones and spock which are wonderful but not necessarily completely relevant so if we get to the uhura scene um is that guy okay so several questions okay um is that guy working engineering alone the answer seems to be yes apparently and so, so um, it should be, like, the middle of the night. But he has his weird, like, Play-Doh dinner, so it's fine. But also, like, middle of the night doesn't matter. Like, they just, they have shifts. Like, there should always be a shift of people in engineering. They're, they're a fully crewed ship. Like, yeah, there, there's an have, off shift. There should be, like, three shifts. I mean, I like, agree, but it, it, and you guys, we all know why he's alone. Because plot yes, he's a lot alone to someone. For plot reasons. Yeah. Um, is, okay, so Kirk recognizes that this kid is one of is him and this kid are the only person people who have ever seen kodos right uh left yeah alive. Left, left alive left, left alive because right, right. the other seven are um dead. so why does he send them to work alone in engineering 
Yeah, it doesn't. It would have made more sense to move oh, into the bridge. No, I thought that that was Why part it, like, of it. That he was deliberately trapping. Yeah, he was, he was trapping, trapping them. I thought that was all part of his scheme. Using them as bait. Yeah. That's what I thought. That's what part of the reason I thought. Then why wouldn't you like so put bad. a camera on him or something? Yeah. Why wouldn't you have like another? That doesn't. That's a, the worst use of bait ever. Yeah. Well, I thought he almost died. I thought that yeah, there it, was it going like to be a like you went fishing and you just took a handful of worms and you threw them into the lake <laughs> <laughs> and then said, "Cool, guys." I'm I, not saying all that those. This, makes fin- sense. this worked about eighty percent right. But but I thought his whole. I mean, I thought that was pretty obvious, right? He like randomly demoted him. To get him to work this shift alone so that someone wouldn't see, make an attempt on his life. Oh, see, I thought it was, it went poorly. I thought he put him on that shift to be like, to no one can get to him if he's yeah. like oh, this. Oh, you like, thought he was keeping him safe? That's what I thought the plan was. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was to keep him safe. I didn't think it was, it was I thought it was diabolical. But either way, he's not doing a good job. No, it's, <laughs> no, no, either it's way, a bad job either way. Either way. Um, yeah, so, also, also, can we just talk about Actually, I'd love to hear the beta canon on this. Um, or I guess gamma canon is probably where it's at. <laughs> that beta. That, the gamma like canon is like the fan fiction canon. So what no, do you want to know? It, it, animated series would be beta canon. I think that books are gamma. I mean, that's usually Most how it would work. Most of the books and agree else is with what happens in, the, in TOS. Yes, yes. But they can't add new A canon, usually. Yeah, I mean, they add things here or there that I think, like... And then all fanfic is non Anyway, um, that's, most sci-fi would follow that. Um, so, I'd love to hear in the books how he's the governor of a colony of 8,000 people, 4,000 of which survive, who have never... I'm sorry, 3,993 who survive without ever seeing his face. Yeah, yeah I don't think that's ever discussed. <laughs> Does he spend the books like just like in a suit of armor or something? In a like cape and a... a mask. He's like, <laughs> like the Phantom of the I Opera. That part of yeah, his it's... story does not age very well, right? Because we have so much with genetic testing and with like... Even if you say like, no, this is a remote world, right? And they, they don't have blood samples, you know, many of that. Like, I could buy that. I could buy that. But to say like, we don't have anyone who saw him is just like no, it doesn't make sense like it legit doesn't make sense none of it makes sense i did have the note of uh with all of this it's like do you think identity theft is easier or harder in the future much easier, yeah, apparently <laughs> it, seems, way easier. it seems like it's a lot easier yeah, I agree. It seems like you can create a new identity out of whole cloth and pretty much no one questions it ever. Yeah, it, yeah, like he, yeah, was the governor of a planet. Had a ship to get away at, I guess, right? They could have, that maybe they could have taken to get supplies somewhere. Who knows? Yeah. Um, also, they couldn't test, like, even if it's like. Yeah, there's you know, dental records. They found, they found remains. It's not yeah. like they found a burned corpse. They could get testing from that. It's not yeah, I mean, like they're, like. Ugh, I, not I know 60s, it doesn't so make any sense know, like they could have used teeth they could have like extracted dna yeah there are many but there are many not ways. in the 60s but i mean yeah that's the part that didn't age well i think of the most of the show um on the other hand i thought uhura singing and playing was great well yeah because it's uhura yeah. she's fantastic she's awesome. i wish we Last time there was an unnecessary musical scene in an episode, you hated it. Yeah, Chelsea. because it was stupid. Uh, and it was badly performed and badly done. But this was well done. 
It was well executed, and she has a lovely singing voice and great stage presence. I did presence. think the instrument made more sense. <laughs> yeah, I thought the instrument made more sense here. It did, but I mean, her um, background instrumentation was like piano and harp. Um, yeah, but it, but she was it kind of right? looked yeah. like she had a harp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was fine. Um, yeah. Um, Why did Bones not think the space food had been poisoned? Oh yeah, it's like maybe some poison like rubbed off on something. And I was like, um, "What?" Because Bones is a terrible at his job. Who also has Abby? Them are fighting words. Poison. I know, but they're also true. No, we say this all the time that McCoy's a horrible Dude. doctor. He could still be a great character. He, he's a great yeah, in his in is, how bad really he is like in his job. I like Bones, no. but he's a bad doctor. Shush, very both bad doctor. of you. He is a fantastic doctor. But he should have really, I mean, I guess you can't be 100% certain, but it seems like the chance of accident was highly unlikely. (laughs) And Spock had just been in there, like, providing him evidence that someone was going to try to kill one of these two people. And then then someone tries to kill this person. One of the people. And McCoy's like, like, no, it's fine. Coincidences (laughs) happen. totally fine. Coincidences happen. Uh, I oh. love that part. <laughs> why didn't Why didn't Kirk talk to this guy too? Right, if Kirk is trying to unravel a murder, yes. wouldn't he pull this guy in close and be like, "Do you remember Kodos?" He <laughs> like, well, and they like pulled really late that it's like Kodos killed his parents. Like, well, but also that was a real late punch. How old is yeah, that kid? Yeah, I was gonna right? say because he looks like less than twenty. Riley, no. So if he went through Starfleet, we got to presume that it's like undergrad, right? Like four years. So- I'm sorry. We have PhDs that are 21, so you cannot use <laughs> you cannot use that Starfleet means education he's in age. space makes no sense. Okay, I'm saying guys, how old does he look? Because he looks like, he like, looks like 23, like, 24, somewhere mm, in there. He looks like Chekhov's age. He looks a lot younger than Lenore. Uh, yeah, because I think that actress is, is like Lenore? 30. But anyway, mm. I mean, you're welcome to. But she's playing like 19, though, right? She is. <laughs> um, but so I think he would have been a little kid. I think this is probably your point, Paul. Too young to have remembered Kodos. But he did remember. <laughs> and also, yeah, but he's on this list of like people who remember of the four thousand. That's the big trick, right? Yes, like, I agree. No, it doesn't make sense. And so in in the books, the Beta Gamma Canon books, Kirk is usually like fourteen. When this all goes yeah, down. Why was he trap, there? Right? Like, that would... There's various explanations okay. for why he's there. <laughs> Depends on yeah, the book. Yeah, even the different levels of canon, yeah. Uh, it sounds like many of these are not books, then. <laughs> these are fan No, fan the, there's a book by Shatner that's, like, like part of the whatever beta canon. Okay. And then there's several other books that have different stories. I wrote down the names. The one is Avenger. Uh, one is called... Final Frontier, and then there's some short stories. Hmm. But one, the one I have on my shelf is Avenger. We're getting deep in the weeds. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Well, in any case, so, yeah, I mean, at this point in the episode, we've already talked about this, but there's no, there's no question that Kirk is compromised, and Spock knows it, yeah. McCoy has been told it. Like, yeah, and then they ask him, like, are you interested in vengeance? It's like, I'm not even sure if he is at this point. Like, I'm not sure what he's interested in at this point. I don't know what. I think he he just wants the truth. You can't handle the truth. But, like, wouldn't you just put, wouldn't you just toss these people in the brig, say, I have enough evidence to hold you. Yeah, circumstances. We're going to go to a star base and talk about a trial. Work this out, right? Like, 
Yeah. That's how he should handle right. it, yes. Also, how did Lenora he wants to be sneaky. find out about all that and decide to avenge her father? Well, she's been doing it for years. Yeah, that's what did she, did she know this since she must have known this since she was a little kid? Good question, right? That's a that's a good question I have at the very end of like So she's a real psychopath if that's the case. If she was like committing murders oh, she's when she's like eleven. <sighs> she's definitely like completely completely just off the deep end. Off yeah. the charts. It's, well, yeah. I mean, to be fair, she, well, I mean, we'll get there much later, but she's the main antagonist of this episode. I, I agree. Kodos. I had her written down oh, yeah. as well. Um, Absolutely. It's not Kodos. So, I mean. Yeah. I mean, Kodos is, has resigned himself to his fate. Even when, when Kirk confronts him, he's like, he never denies it. He never, never. No, and he's, he's constantly it, like. It seems like he's going to give If you think I'm up. Kodos, like, whatever. Like. Yeah. Do you want to do something about it? He's like. <laughs> Fight me, bro. Yeah. And then, oh, man. Well, so, I mean, I don't, I don't want to keep jumping ahead, but they that's when Kirk confronts him, right? Yeah. That's kind of what happens next. Um, using all his, like, circumstantial evidence of, like, you don't have a history before 20 years, and that's when this happened, and you kind of look like this guy. and You um, sound like this guy, and we have well, witnesses. He's, he has his infallible test, not so <laughs> infallible. He's, like, talking to this thing. Yeah, the voice. And it's friend. infallible. Um, but then it, and then it later, fails. it's like... <laughs> Ugh. I, my note later is, I thought your test was infallible, you dumbass. <laughs> like, <laughs> like he's, he, when they're looking at it and they're like, well, it looks like it's close, but mm, maybe it's not. Inconclusive. Who can tell? <laughs> we can't tell if it is him or isn't him. Hmm. Not for sure. <laughs> I wonder what word could describe this test. <laughs> it's fallible, listeners, <laughs> in case you didn't get that. <laughs> uh yeah. yeah, but I mean, yeah, it, it keeps getting to this point that he has all this circumstantial evidence, which is enough to hold him, but not enough to, like, keep confronting him. Um, yeah, over and over and over again. Yeah. And, uh, and I mean, at the end of the day, he has a right to a trial, frankly, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. And Kirk misses sight of that. Well, but I think I think he was going to arrest him and then bring him to a place to be tried. He yeah, wasn't going to, like, this go on. He lets this go on so long. Right? Like, that's my impression, so that long. they were then going... Like, he was going to take him into custody, basically, when Lenora accidentally killed him, a la... Sure. Well, and I play. think we could we could guess at what Kirk was trying to do at that point. And Riley gets in the way, right? Riley gets in the way. Yeah, because Bones isn't paying attention to his patient okay. and yeah, doesn't notice he's gone. That's, for all Bones is an idiot. Should he really have been saying that right out, recording that log no, right in no, front of Riley? <laughs> no, no. Yeah, he's kind of like, can you hear me in the other room? <laughs> no? Okay, good. And again, is there no security on the Enterprise? No, they're all bad at their jobs. <laughs> Security's always terrible at their jobs. They That's do. why all the red shirts die all the time. <laughs> I mean, they do track him down fast enough. And, I mean, Kirk does a good job of stopping him, but they also have a very loud conversation behind the scenes. <laughs> oh, my God. I have notes set. about this that I'm like, apparently this this theater, which is just engineering redress, anyway, um, has great acoustics where you can just kind of have fights in the wings. Nobody's going to notice. It's fine. <laughs> Even when, if you've ever been on stage in your life, you know that even whispering in the wings you, is a dangerous yeah, proposition <laughs> because sound is meant to carry from the stage. That is the point of it. Yep, I agree. Oh, I had yeah. They, and they have like a shouting match, <laughs> and you yeah. can see the audience. Yep. Yeah, yeah. The audience is 
can see some of this too is the interesting yeah i mean you have um, to let's just say you have to really suspend your disbelief <laughs> on a lot yeah. of levels for this episode and nonetheless uh, i enjoy this episode for several reasons the um i do think the reveal here right is this sort of i mean when she details her plan to kodos mm-hmm, um, yeah it's like some monkey paw level stuff here, right? <laughs> um, where like that he his realization of this is um, you know more punishment than Kirk ever could have wished for, essentially. Yeah, it's um, and yeah, kind of goes off the rails there. Yeah, it's it, it is. I think I think if you don't know the episode, I think it is genuinely surprising. Yeah, I agree because I think also that that. Um like the tropes of it haven't been maybe quite weren't weren't quite as tired in the 60s. Well, they don't they don't telegraph this one much, right? They don't. They don't no. There's a lot of times they signpost this stuff and like leave you these huge huge clues yeah. to the audience. They basically have like people twirling mustaches. Yeah, yeah. This, yeah, she would have like poked her head out a door with a phaser Boing. and then or like yeah. Um Yeah, so I think they do build this well. And keep that hidden till the end, until it's revealed to him. So the audience gets it at the same time as Kodos, which is well done. Um, yeah, I mean, if you're reading the episode as a Hamlet metaphor, maybe not as much well done. Or a retelling of Hamlet, I guess I would say. It's not a metaphor, yeah. it's just like a, a, a retelling. With a troubled leader mm. and his crimes come out during the play and the daughter goes insane yeah, after I mean, accidentally killing they're, the they're father. Kind of, <laughs> they're kind loose, of shoehorning. Yeah. They're they're shoehorning it a bit, which I, I yeah. It which also bothers me a little bit. They're much better Star Trek does does Shakespeare much better later. I agree yeah. with you. Um, <laughs> I agree. It's also convenient that the guards phaser was set to kill, even though it probably wouldn't have been. Yeah. Um, on the ship yeah no it would not have but it's fine <laughs> oh yeah mm. uh, kirk continues to have terrible this... taste in women i mean i, I don't want to i'm going to jump to the, the, the very end yeah, <laughs> yeah let's do it go back let's go. Thing. um because this feels like another one where he kind of just says cool guess everything's fine uh she's fine bye um <laughs> She's getting the best of well, she's... And McCoy says, like, she's fine and doesn't remember anything and implies that they're just going to, like, leave her there and not... She's not getting a trial or persecution or anything. Oh, no, I th- like, got the distinct impression that she was away. in a mental institution. Oh, for sure. Yeah. They, Me too. The one that they were at? Like, they left no, her No, I think right? they, or... just, they sent her... They sent no, her I think they place. sent her to a... To That's a why she's getting the best of care. Because, yeah, because Bones is like, she's getting the best of care. She doesn't remember anything. It's fine. I read it as the end of uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> <laughs> it does have that kind of. Um, yeah. The end of Raiders is definitely the, yeah, the best of care. <laughs> I've never seen those movies, so I don't know what you're talking about. But you've never seen Raiders, Chelsea. You've never seen Indiana Jones. What is wrong with you? How? No, but I have read I mean, Indiana Jones's denied grant proposals, which check out, by the way. <laughs> What? How, they wouldn't make sense if you've not seen the movies. <laughs> I mean, I know like the basic <laughs> gist of it. I've been through you the rides at Universal. 
you you're missing out. Wow, There's, yeah. I love maybe not for maybe skip the second one, but definitely watch Raiders and Last Crusade. Temple is a good movie. No, it's not. Well, no, it's a it's good not. it's a good eighties movie. It's campy. I hate it it's so, so much. campy. Right? Yeah, it's a very I, bad movie. I like movie. camp. I do not like the Temple only is good part of not a good of movie. Temple Let's toss that out there. But it's fun to Kalima. watch. <laughs> Cover your heart. Okay, maybe I will watch it because any movie about hero professors I feel like would be good. You, yeah, I yeah then you probably want the first and They're third. They're on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> Don't watch the fourth, though. No, <laughs> definitely the, not. I hope not. I hope um, it's all good things that happen to him. <laughs> I mean... By the the end, fourth movie's not fun. very good for Indiana Jones, but... Um, well, welcome to <laughs> our Indiana Jones podcast, also. Anyway, anyway, back to Star Trek, the thing we have a podcast about. <laughs> our actual podcast. Yeah, I mean, there's not much else. Well, there's a few things that never it's come cool, back right? that are in this episode. We've already talked about a couple of them, but there's also the double red alert and then the, like, nighttime mood lighting. And the yeah, observation the deck. Ship, and the observation deck observation that never comes deck. back. I, I like the observation Yeah, I deck. can't believe they never reused that. What a cool set. And that they have a theater on the Enterprise. Oh, yeah, and the theater. <laughs> yeah, that would, looked pretty slapped together. Well, that's because it really is a redress of engineering. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I, I would think that's that would be what... It's not that they have a theater. It's that they took engineering and tossed some scenery in it. Yeah, and yeah, some yeah. Chairs, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, no, and that's what the the like the set decorators did. But I don't. No, he says, "Oh, they're over in the theater." There's a, a line at one point where Kirk's yeah. like, "It's in the theater." I mean, he could he could be calling engineering that because they just built a theater in engineering. I, so that gives him I give him a little bit of slack. I don't know. It's not TNG where they do actually have a theater. Uh, right. But, also, a couple other things. It's worth noting if people didn't recognize the name Kodos, that's definitely on The Simpsons, right? Much later, yeah. King and Kodos are the aliens from the Halloween episodes. And also, the Astral Queen is definitely on Battlestar Galactica. Oh, yeah. Is that. Is it? Or is it just. Does it sound like. Nope, one of it's those the shows? exact same. I looked it okay. up. And then the third thing is that Hoshisato from Enterprise is apparently one of the names listed as being killed by Kodos hmm. in uh, the Mirror episodes of Enterprise. These are all things Weird. I found out for you guys. Aren't you pleased? I mean... <laughs> I read Memory Alpha too. So. <laughs> <laughs> I read Memory Beta. <laughs> that was superior. I like... Well, I just rewatched those episodes of Enterprise. I am going through Enterprise again, which I think is very underrated. Uh, it's underrated because of how bad it was. Um, I don't think it's, it's bad. I really like Enterprise a lot. Um, there's good parts, especially later on, but yeah, they just didn't have a good plan from the start, um, as with many of their series. But It makes me really happy. Um, this is not an Enterprise podcast either. Um, <laughs> I would turn this into so, one. Uh, where does this... <laughs> no, no, we're not done. We haven't talked about the messages. I think this episode is essentially about, uh, like, the extent of a person's responsibility for past crimes, um, even after many years. And I think this makes a lot of sense in the 60s, um, since there were a lot of tribunals happening, especially for, like, World War II uh, crimes, um, Nazi crimes, um, and Kodos's eugenics, I think, are really reminiscent of uh, sort of Nazi atrocities. So I think that this is, um, I would read this uh, if I were going to write a little paper on it as a kind of 
legacy of World War II. You mean you haven't for fun? <laughs> retelling. <laughs> Please, girl, I can barely get my own academic <laughs> articles out, let alone ones that aren't even like remotely tangential to my field, but I wish. No, telling you guys about my arguments is enough for me. That's why I love this podcast. But yeah. I would say say some of it is even, I I mean, certainly you could tie Nazis in and I do think that it fits. Um, It's maybe even more of a commentary though on Stalinism, right? Because Stalin did make a lot of these Mm. calls of like- That's a fair point. That they had famines and there were many, many people who died under Stalin um, where they just said, look, these people live, these people don't, um, right? And that would have been, I mean, the, the similar era, right? Yeah, I mean, years prior. but like it, it's, uh, it asks a lot of good questions, even though it doesn't ask them blatantly. Like, do, don't you guys feel kind of sorry for Kodos at the end? He's meant to, yeah, he's made to be he's a character Sympathetic that, character yeah, at yeah. the end. Yeah, yeah, so it like, it makes you like wonder, like, can people change like fundamentally and like, is it right to punish them for those sorts of past crimes? Well, but had he really changed? Like, I don't he, know. He had made a new life for himself, but he definitely wasn't, he didn't seem ashamed of what he had But he done. does kind of change, right? Because he sacrifices his life for her. Uh, yeah, but that doesn't necessarily. I, I'm not I saying it atones. Right. No, no. I don't think it atones, but it shows. I don't think a, at that point. I don't think at that point though. Like again, it's it's a, like monkey paw stuff. Like he does not want to be alive at that point anymore. Like he realizes he he would have been happier if he had died an hour earlier. Like I don't. He realizes like that. that he lives in a universe that is his nightmare. He he says it in in terms of like, um, you were the one thing that was good in my life, and like you've turned out to be like. Worse than me, essentially. Like, yeah. um, my like, you were the last thing I was holding on to. Yeah, like, but like, we've also caught him in his worst moments, <laughs> right? Like, like things could get better. Well, for no, him. we didn't. We didn't watch him kill half. No, the no, no. We've caught so. him at his best moments. Like, we've caught her mm-hmm. at her worst moments. No, I mean, when he finds out about that, like, he's obviously going to be upset about that. That that he found out that his daughter has murdered. Yes, seven seven people, nine people. I forget how many. Seven. Five she's she's seven attempted. There are nine. Attempted nine. Well, attempted eight would have been attempted nine. If... Yeah, no, I don't, she I don't attempted think he's... nine because the phaser. Oh, da, 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 you're right. Yeah. Absolutely. Which is a cool. Yeah, way. but I don't think he's gonna be. I don't think tomorrow he's gonna wake up and say, "Oh, I guess I was fine about that." Right? Like, I think he's. I, that, that that's in the the arc like you said that difference between vengeance and justice is like this monkey paw come up and so like he wished to get away with it and like the way he got away with it is that his daughter killed a whole bunch of people um yeah but i i, get, I don't know i got the impression from him that he was feeling some level of remorse you know, no i i think he gives that to kirk too in the when kirk first confronts him again he doesn't deny it he says like yeah, what if I am? Like, arrest me or whatever. Yeah, like, well, it goes back to the question. Like, do people fundamentally change? Is he still that evil dictator? And does he deserve to be punished as such? I mean, I kind of think, I yes, mean, he does. But it's raising questions that I think are actually really significant and really culturally uh, appropriate for the time. Well, and I, I think the, the deeper question there, too, is, like, Kirk doesn't get to make that decision, Right? No, and he a shouldn't. trial does, right? That's that's the whole idea here. Like, if he was brought to trial, like, 
a judiciary should decide these questions. Like, that's what they're there for. And if we don't use that, if we just do this, like, philosophically or emotionally or say, well, he seems nice when he's in plays, um, right, that's the, that's the risk here. That's the risk of it. Yeah, presumably, again, I think he was going to be brought to some sort of judiciary system. One would hope. <laughs> he also should have been playing Claudius and not the ghost of Hamlet's father in, in Hamlet. I'm not really sure why they made that choice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little I was wondering if they wanted... Yeah, I don't know either. Anyway, it would have made more sense thematically. I thought it would have been a better ending if he had been playing Romeo and, Romeo and Juliet. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I also but... kind of felt bad for him because the acting thing with him went a little bit deeper. Like, he spent his the whole last 20 years, like, putting on a show, like like, hiding all these things about himself, these like open wounds that really did, I think hurt him a lot. Was, yeah. And that's a question of like, did he have a theater? Did Kodos have a theater background or did was this the, <laughs> the thing he picked up later? Like, cause if this is the thing he picks up, like you've just um, been the governor of a place and <laughs> killed 4,000 people and you faked your own death and you got away and no one knows you exist. Like, wouldn't you just become, like, an accountant or something? <laughs> like, it would why be not a Shakespearean actor. Yeah, Maybe why put yourself on Maybe he went for the, the hiding in plain sight philosophy. Yeah. Well, in TNG, so. you get the impression that a lot of them do have uh, advanced training in the arts, but you don't get that impression as much in TOS. So, I don't know. If we read it through, like, a TNG lens, then maybe yeah. he has, like, a lot of <laughs> acting training. <laughs> whatever weird. <laughs> which would be a fun well world if he was well known in. if he was well known as like a governor and actor it would make it even worse for him no you're absolutely right <laughs> but that would be fun questionable choices across the board anyway so are we rating we're... lenora in terms of power yeah yes. definitely awesome yeah yes. i don't think kodos is i mean he no, is, is while he is villainous i don't think he is he's never fighting against kirk kirk is trying to beat him but he's never, that's not, he's misdirected. Right, right, right. I agree. So she murders seven people successfully and almost gets away with murdering two more. And then, therefore, presumably, almost gets away with not being caught. Yeah. I'm looking at the list and, and frankly, maybe above if she had, Finney? If, if Kirk didn't have to get out of this, like, this does play to Kirk's weaknesses, right? Oh, yes, yeah, for sure. Like, she totally could have just stabbed him in that observation deck and just left him for dead. And she kind of should have. Um, yeah, right? Like, it's a good question of what her motive is at that point, too. Um, I think it's to not be caught, so she's trying to do things a little bit more secretively. Yeah. Well, but... I would still put her, I think I would put her above Finney and below the Orions because she's crazy like Finney, but she has a better success rate of killing people. Yeah. I mean, Dr. Adams is right in that zone too, right? Yeah. Um, and around there is my, is yeah. my vote. I'm not really particular on where there, but around there. Yeah, it's been a while since the Orions, right? They only tried to do this once, and they, they weren't successful at it. Um, right, so maybe above... Maybe, yeah, below Dr. Adams. Yeah, above Orions, below Dr. Adams. I'm good with that. I'm fine with that. Abby, I really hope in bingo that there is bone strings. <laughs> bingo. I only have one clarifier. What is it? 
is ancient hearth history referenced yes. since they do the works of Shakespeare. Uh, Absolutely. Um, ancient literature is. Have you been counting that? Yeah. Uh, I would kind of count that. Yeah, we absolutely okay. have. I'm, I'm leaning towards counting it, yeah. but I wanted to ask. Yeah, that's fine. All right. Thank you. Cool, cool, cool. That is the only one I had. Now you can guess if we got it. I think we're probably like one off, but to be different, I'm going to guess that we got it. (laughs) Oh my God. There were several. There were many. (sighs) There were several, but I'm also thinking of a lot of scenes where none of them happen. So was, yeah. hmm. I think we're probably one or two off. That would be my guess. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to say no. We were one away. See how good I am? (laughs) Again, one away. But, yeah, Kirk makes out with someone. The title of the episode is said, Ancient Earth History Reference, Uhura Sings. Uh, there's a recurring actor in the same or different role. Spock says illogical. And Bones drinks. What did we need? Does Spock say illogical? What is he? We need, he does. He okay. does. Um, and then we needed visiting ambassador alien or admiral as a jerk. <laughs> well, the visiting actors are a jerk. Oh man, that's yeah, that's yeah. They're, that's, they're not. They're could, not an we, alien. They're not an ambassador, and they're not. Yeah. Wait, what was the an third admiral. one? Oh, it has to be an A word. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're so close. I mean, they are a jerk, and they are visiting. I mean, I guess I mean, they're not an actor. They're actor, also, yeah, good point. <laughs> I don't think they're jerks, though. Frankly, I mean, no, in the, I don't the, really the, think the they're strictest other sense, than the murder. Yeah, like they're murderers. But those Venn diagrams, you know. <laughs> she becomes a jerk when she dissolves into crazy. Oh, but I dear. still don't. I mean, she's not acting like a jerk, right? No, the the I, the, the no, trope is like counts. an admiral comes in and is like, "Hey, like your hallways aren't as clean no as they should be." Right. Like, I love it's those not episodes. the spirit of it. We could probably talk ourselves into it, but it's not really the spirit of it. All right, let's see what we're watching next. Oh, time. I hope it's something good. Ugh. And get one. Oh shoot, I still have two. Are we finally going to be out of season one? Because I think we've done practically every episode Ooh, in it. Uh, we are super not out of season one because this is season one. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do the first episode, The Man Trap. Oh, The, oh, man, the trap. man Trap. <laughs> Dr. McCoy discovers his old flame is not what she seems after crew members begin dying from the sudden lack of salt in their bodies. <laughs> I love that alien. <laughs> uh... It's an alien that exists and is weird. And I and love dirty. bones. So, you know, both things about this episode are fine with me. Well, we'll we'll all discover together all the joys of the first episode of Star Trek next time. The first broadcasted episode. Yeah, the first broadcast episode of Star Trek uh, with the man trap. So don't forget to follow us on the, your social media preference, if you like, um, and email us if you would want to as well. Um, info at 3 dbmupcom and uh, we will see you next time with the man trap. <laughs>